Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 podcast. It is I, your trusted Dungeon Master, Brian, returning after a long hiatus as I moved from the West Coast to the East Coast, which brings to fruition what I had mentioned before. We are now covering coast to coast and in between. Why? For you, fellow slingers, because we love you. And I want to apologize, as I say uh, throughout the episode, we are sorry that we were unable to bring any material to you during this hiatus. Unfortunately, I, I didn't realize quite the endeavor it would be to move an entire household 3,000 miles and pets and cars and all this other stuff and getting getting the Wi-Fi set up in this house right now. We've been here for about, I don't know, maybe 12 days and the AC stopped working at about day five. It's like 95 degrees in this room right now, but I'm, I'm just glad to be back. I'm glad the hard slingers followed along suit we kind of adjusted our own personal times to make this happen and we're bringing it to you now before we begin though as always i want to remind everybody how they can follow the show and get in touch with us subscribe to the youtube channel at roll the hard 20 follow us on our instagram facebook and twitter right into the show at roll the hard 20 podcast at gmail.com and don't forget we're out there on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and of course, Apple Podcasts. And wherever you listen to the show on, leave us that five-star rating and review. It really does help with the analytics. Now, without any further delay, warm up your dice and top off your glass as Roll the Hard 20 Podcast presents episode 19 of our Dragon's Demand run-through, Triangle Crossfire. Please enjoy. swung by like oh you should have just run by the um run by the albertsons or the vons and picked up like a big thing of tortillas and say here you go man this is what you ordered corn or flour which one do you want (laughs) you got that window shut man i do i just shut it and i close the blinds i look a little brighter a little wider yeah you look good man you always look good damn so sexy. Nick, are you frozen Sorry. or are you just angry? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's having some problems with his audio. So well, you should contact Chris. He'll fix your internet for oh, you. Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't work for that company, man. I don't think anybody does. Cox no sucks their own product. <laughs> Nick, if oh you God. can hear us, blink twice. No, he's looking to the right. <laughs> Can you hear us? Can you see us? Yeah. Oh, there we go. We hear you. You can hear us too? Yeah, I bought a microphone and it's not letting me hear sound. Okay, go on your your lower taskbar and you'll see where it says all the stuff like uh, video and and microphone and stuff. Click the. I know how to to change the settings. I just. Oh, okay. It's just blocking it. Whoa. Oh. Whoa. Aggressive. aggressive. <laughs> what you got there, Junior? <laughs> hey, Nick, say that again, bud. Has it been? Has it been that kind of a day, Junior? Yeah, I can't hear you. Hold on, I want to hear. Yeah, you. I have to just keep say it to mouth. our face. Can you guys Nick? hear me? Whoa, Jesus! Oh. Back up. <laughs> sounds good. You sound like a like a de- no, DJ it's, talkie. It's down. Back up. Put your hands together. <laughs> Center <laughs> stage. Center stage. <laughs> Okay. say it again nick let's just uh let's hear what you got what <laughs> i couldn't hear your voice with these guys you know yucking it up i was um trying to have we have fun on this podcast <laughs> it sounded fine i think nick i just wanted you to say he's something. gonna go like this <laughs> so does this sound fine <laughs> no that's no, too loud yeah you, no? back, yeah you gotta back off back up I, destiny <laughs> i can't hear you so oh. me yes or oh no. It, you got to like this. Oh, hey. He's got it. Move it away from it's like this. He's not fucking Coco. <laughs> I can hear that. Somebody is popping yeah, a pretty well. Or is that a white cloth? 
Talk to me, Nick. Let's hear. Mike's hard. What's up? Oh, voodoo Ooh, rain. Voodoo. Look at you. American haze. He's a big voodoo. One. It's good shit. So is everybody ready to play some D and D like a bunch oh, of nerds? Dude, yeah. Can I right. wait? Man. Let me lead this shit in. You know, if you guys were, were fiending that much, you could have hung out and listened in on Starfinder. Were you playing Starfinder? Yeah. Fuck. Remember, he invited us to the channel. Mm-hmm. Every Tuesday rem- uh, You know what? In, in in my defense, I had so many things bubbling. No, I, I, could, I, I thought you were still playing D&D. Hell, I want to get in on the Starfinder. I don't want to just listen to it. I don't play that. You were busy, man. You had a lot of balls <laughs> in your mouth at the time. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Balls in your hand. Jeez. Sorry. Just a lot of balls in the air. <laughs> just juggling. Ready to land <laughs> in my mouth and my hands and all that other stuff. <laughs> all the orifices. Oh, we were ready. Yes. yes ready. But... Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 podcast. It is I, your trusted Dungeon Master Brian, and with me, the long overdue yet never overdone hard slingers. Oh, yeah. 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 You. You know, as I welcome all of you into our new virtual rage room, I want to thank you all for joining us. Once again, after finally getting through that long hiatus, uh, all I can say is sorry. I know. I know. I, I listened to the last episode and just the other day as I was preparing for this episode, and I realized that we had said that we were going to fill the interim with with some kind of material. And you know, we really dropped the ball on that because when you're moving coast to coast and in between, there's just, I mean, we just kept missing the ball. But all I can say is we're back on track. But moving on from that point, all I want to say one more thing, I want to give a shout out to our newest listener and subscriber to our YouTube channel, Sarah Galloway, who just happens to be the daughter of one of our hard slingers of your Sammy. She found oh, us on nice. Spotify and uh, without oh, him God. saying anything, she just found the show and started listening to you know, us and her dad and Tony and everybody playing and stuff and just really dug it. So if you want to get a shout out, all you got to do is uh, write into the show. Where, where are they going to write into? Come on, boys. Give it to me. Where do they write? Twenty at gmail.com. Yeah, there you go. Tough guy. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and leave us that five-star rating review on whatever podcast app you listen to the show on. Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts. I don't, I don't understand that. but And we got a couple other Third World Nation podcast affiliates out there, Ecuador and Persia and all those other places, but uh, now back to business and down to the fun. But Who wait. remembers where we left off at, guys? Hold on, but you forgot. What well, did I forget? The Patreon. Oh, shit. That's right. Don't forget patreon.com slash roll the hard 20 podcast. Junior, how many pesos is it going to cost these fools? Dude, it was like less than 10 pesos a day. <laughs> there you go. For a dollar a month, you too can be a fellow slinger and help out the show none of that goes unappreciated who remembers where we left off at uh we were in the starting in the going into the cave if i recall uh well you guys just go ahead warren oh i was just gonna say we uh we've uh kind of trounced our way through the caves and um i believe we have just recently released three prisoners of the kobolds yeah you guys were in a large cavern did you guys get the picture i sent by the way yeah Mm -hmm. i see it okay if you look at that one room that has a number five that's where you guys are at that's the room you're in those four large blacks um chunks in the middle those represent the pillars that stretched from the floor to the ceiling that these kobolds were hiding behind you'll see the three individuals against the far east wall those were representative of the three prisoners that you just released and I know that Flint, hard deal to make, decided that he wanted to almost cut off a, a limb to get that last guy out. Uh, glad you uh, managed to. Yeah, you let Stubby have another crack at it, which is <laughs> nice. So when we last left off, uh, you guys were just trying to get to know who these individuals were. Yes. Um, uh, two of them were married, right? But the third one was unrelated? That's correct. Yeah, they, uh, and that's all you really know is that the, the one woman wouldn't leave her husband while he was still chained to the wall. So, mm-hmm. Stabi, you were kind of encumbered by this woman 
while the other woman who I think she mentioned that she was from the local town of Belhaim mm -hmm. and that her grandmother was going to be worried or relieved or something to that effect. And I think that she went up to Sirkin uh, because somebody said, go see Flint. And she had no idea who Flint was. That's right. We we're going to do some healing. I don't That's remember. Right. Did I? I don't remember. I, I I remember now that I was struggling with the the locks. You got them free. Okay, you got yeah. everybody free. And then the uh, they stood up, and that one female, her name was Bofre Malik, was talking to you individuals, and somebody had mentioned. Uh, I think she did that they were making these little trinkets and and little dolls and stuff for a Teparax. Right. As, uh, like, as uh, offerings. Yes, as offerings to him. And so one of you had asked who was a Teparax and Warren, you were able to reiterate who he was back in the day when you first roamed Belhaim before you went into your ring. Mm-hmm. So you guys are now in this large room with these three individuals. Um, I I look to Warren and and say Warren I I we've been traveling and fighting and I'm tired and I I don't remember did did, did we ever ask them um, how they came to be here? Well, they uh, were captured, weren't they, by the Kobolds? Um, there was the one who was from a uh, local Belheim, but the couple. Um, I'm assuming we're still like in the room, maybe like kind of talking amongst ourselves on the other side of of the the room or something from them. Yeah, <clears throat> you and Stubby are next to the eastern wall where you were releasing mm -hmm. the husband. The wife was mm -hmm. still close by. The individual uh, Bofre was next to Sirkin, and I can't remember where Flint. I think he was close by you two deciding whether or not he was going to hack this dude's arm off if you couldn't get the lock loose. Well, that's one I'm way to do it. so glad we and didn't. Free is didn't. free. Um, but uh, we'll go up to the couple real quick. And <laughs> you okay, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just laughing because nobody bothered to check the kobolds. <laughs> one of them had the key. Oh, well, I needed to practice, practice my lockpicking. Yes, yes, let's go with that. Let's um, take an arm. <laughs> um, uh, taking a, a moment uh, before going, um, I will go ahead and uh, step over to the three of them. Um, uh, now that they are uh, all free and able to leave, um, you know, checking with them and asking them is, you know, are, do you feel well enough to exit the cavern? I don't know. It's been so long. The only, the only time they let us out is when we have to use the restroom, and it's so dark. I mean, yes, we we're not really certain, but I'm sure we can find our way back out at some point. I know that they they would take us to the well to draw water, and and then occasionally they would take us down these steps, these these wide wide steps, but and take us out to the front where there was this large quarry, and then you hear the the single woman say. Yes, that was the old uh, uh, slate rock quarry. That's about uh, about a, almost a mile away from Belheim. It shouldn't be too far for us to get back, and hopefully, we can get some some nourishment and get some help and and talk to the Baroness, and and maybe we could uh, get back here and take out these kobolds. But we shouldn't linger here very long. We, we have are... no idea. I mean. They're, they're, there's we, many of them. Like they're like ants. You step on their hill, and they're just they go like kabold crazy. We are well, actually here at the crazy. request of the the Baroness. Oh fuck! You are here. You are rescuers. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? He was going to cut off my husband's arm. Uh, he was delirious from the excitement. He didn't really mean it. The excitement of the fight, he was kind of delirious. He, he, he also does have a, a macabre sense of humor. It and they're, obviously, they're there would, it obviously their never would have happened. Mm -hmm. The dwarf thing. 
they rubbed their wrists, you know, where the manacles had held them shackled to the wall. And as they stand and they look down at, at all these useless things that they've been asked to make, the wicker baskets, the wicker dolls, the little dresses, the, you know, the hats and shit, you know, the, the tri-corner hats, just the stupidest, goofiest shit. And he just starts stomping and kicking it. And that's a stupid fucking cabals and... How dare they make us do this shit? How demeaning what they've done to our lives. You know, he's he's just basically getting out of control and his wife's trying to calm him down. Calm down, please. We don't want more of them to come to come back. He uh, still keeps throwing his temper tantrum. Eventually he grabs that torch that's on the eastern wall that Warren had lit off and had illuminated, and he starts lighting the stuff on the ground on fire. It, Fuck you, uh, a temper axe! I'll show you, motherfucker. It's there's not like aside from the stuff that they've made. There's not a large amount of like flammables in here, is there? It's very hard for it to catch. A lot of it's old bark, wicker shit. Some leaves you see them sporadically catch, um, but you yeah. do see like black smoke start to rise up in some areas that he's managed to uh, catch a fire. So Stebby is is gonna approach him and and I'd like to try a persuasion uh, role to try to calm him down. Okay. And, and just say, uh, sir, you're gonna draw attention to us and yourselves. We're trying to get you out of here. We can we can direct you how to get out of here, but we need you to calm down. Make your persuasion check. Okay. <laughs> a seven. He looks at you and says, "Get back from me! Just because you set me free, you half man." Doesn't mean you get to run my life. I didn't get free from being a slave to one to be a slave to somebody else. This is my right. These people took away my dignity. They had me Look, in here for almost five weeks. My wife and I, you have no idea what they did to us. I will um, stand in front of him and get very, uh, I will make myself the center of his attention. And I will tell him, Look if you truly want to pay back the kobolds for making you a slave here, then you will give us the best chance to do that for you. You are obviously not a soldier, so let people who are skilled in fighting do that work for you. You throwing, uh, you burning all of these and creating a racket will simply make it more difficult for us to do that. He looks at you, your and words will, begin to seep in and he begins to calm down. And his wife puts her hand gently on his arm and says, Carlo, it'll be okay. Just trust them. They they freed us. They didn't have to do that. He looks at her and says, Sala, let's just get out of here. We were never meant to be this far south anyways. Please go to, when you leave, go to Belheim. Take yourself to the Baroness. You can tell her that we sent you. I'm sorry, but we don't even know who this Baroness is. We were just travelers plying our wares on the road when we were accosted by these little shits. Well, I understand that. However, you do have someone, and I'll just refer to the other woman, um, who is familiar with Belhain. So please let her guide you. And she looks at them both and she says, I will take you. Please, but we must leave now. We must make haste because, like you said, or like you speculate, they, there's no doubt that the kobolds will come back here. They operate in shifts. They run their gods in shifts. We've seen it several times. I mean, it's just a matter of time before they do their shift change and uh, they find out that their doggy brothers aren't here. The who? Well, they look like little dog dragon people, so them. Uh, do I realize what she's talking about? You don't have to roll it inside. She's probably talking about the kobolds because of the way they look. Oh, okay. You know, with she's the way they have their, that... their backwards legs and stuff. And they got little she... like draconic snouts. And She's like, not talking like a... about the kobolds having like doggy type thing, creatures. No, from, from what you can gather from these three, basically all they've been taken was from this room to that well that's in the, the previous room and then occasionally out to the quarry where the water's at to relieve themselves. Okay. Well, I turn to the others. Um, we should 
uh, make our haste then before we're discovered by this guard change. So I, I look at Warren and I say, Warren, I, I recall when we came in, before we came into this room, you know, we were in a cavernous room with a well, but I recall that there were some steps that we had not explored. I, Agreed. I, I'm concerned that we may have more kobold ants inbound uh, based on the commotion of, of uh, these folks. So we, we yes. should follow them out and, and point them in the right direction out of the cavern. That is and then I, I motion to the rest. I motion to the rest of the group, and and let's go. Let's let's start. So moving. you want to take them back to the mouth of the cave? Is that no, what you wanted? I want to no, just to the well. Just okay. to the well, and then and then we can instruct them to stay along the right wall to, to get out. They look at you and say, "Well, we know the way to the well, but we're not going to lead the way." That well, is fine. If they see us going down there without a without an escort, yeah, you know, we won't we be alive. We will go first. So I, um, I'll stealth. I'd like to um, run a stealth check, stealth roll, and go down um, towards that well room. Go ahead. Just kind of go forward and uh, scout. Whoops, wrong one. Not sleight of hand. Um, stealth, 12. You think you're being quiet? Yeah, I'm sure with the 12 I am. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, I think my it. shirt has slowly filled up with sweat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're in a dark cave or something. Oh my it's, God, it's it is sun. so hot in this room right here. I think I'm, uh, I'm not even down. getting buzzed by this beer. It's like leaving me as quick as it's entering me. So am I on, with my stuff, am I about where the steps are to go into the next room? Yeah, you're right at the top of them as you've made your way out of the of that room you were in, you went to the west and you went down that the thin hallway. It's about seven feet wide, jagged and whatnot, and then it turns slightly to the southwest. And then you, now you're at the top of the steps, looking down into the room with the well. Can you can you remind me what the light is in here? Low light. Um, I can see what maybe five or eight feet in front of me. Um, I would probably say like twenty feet, maybe in low 20, light. Okay. okay. Deep shadows, uh, hard to tell where the, where the walls and the floor meet. Okay. Um, I would like to um, put my hand upon the, the wall in the, in the room where the well is. I want to put my hand upon the, um, the northern wall just to kind of feel my way and kind of head along that towards the east. Okay, were you at the top of the steps or at the bottom of the steps? I thought you said I was at the top of the steps. Yeah, but you're the you go down the steps to get to the well room. Well, the, the, okay. Oh, the steps go down, not up. Yeah, and yeah, I the, the, the first steps okay. went up to the well room, and then the next set of steps went up to this room. So I thought you were at the top of the steps. So if you went all the way down to the bottom, that's fine. Yeah, I'm down at the bottom. I'm I'm touching that wall. You didn't die at the bottom of the steps though. <laughs> bitch. and just kind of feel my way into that room and head uh east down towards the other steps Do, okay the, um can what's the distance between the bottom of those steps and the other steps in the well room you're talking about from the bottom of the steps that you just came down to the top of the other ones yes. it's about 35 feet Okay, so I can't really tell if I, I can't really see that far to see if there's anything there. No, you can't. It's it's just like a a yawning hole that you could just barely make out the faintest uh, outline of steps leading down. But okay. that's really all you can tell. You can't tell how high it is because the distance and the ceiling are all dark. So without getting closer to it, you wouldn't be able to discern which one it is. You know what okay. it, what it's doing. All right, so I look back at the group, um, Flint and Sirkin, and say, hey, it's really kind of dark in here. I can't see but more than about 20 feet, and I want to head towards these other stairs. Um, but um, can you guys stay close to me um, as, as I go into this room? Hold me. Hey, hold your hand, Stubby. <laughs> yeah, hold it. Hold Why don't you just pick him up and hold him, period? It's like All holding right. like a... Like a large cat or something. <laughs> yeah, uh, fun guy first. 
Flint will uh, move up to closer to Stebby and and kind of like take five feet in front of him to just kind of like poke his head and kind of get a better view of what we're looking at. Give him a plus four star of outstanding. You yeah, have winner. <laughs> Gold star. Uh, um, uh, yeah, and I'll make sure to like, I'll try to, since I've got the long ability to see the furthest in darkness, I will try to keep my line of vision as far ahead as possible. Okay, so where are you in this lineup? What, what's your marching order? Let's go with that. Right now would be Flint in front of Stubby. Yep. And then Warden seems like he's close, kind of trying to creep around the corner mm -hmm. to, to see. Yeah, I'm probably like standing at like the edge or at like the very edge of the stairwell to try to see the furthest around the corner. So Sirkin, are you in front of the three prisoners or you put them between you and Warren? I'm actually going to put them between us, so I'm going to bring up the, the rear of the entire party. That's right, the human oh, yeah. shields. Human shields, man. <laughs> we got the shepherd in the back. <laughs> we lost another one, boss. <laughs> Don't this know one looks happened. like he was stabbed from behind. We need the experience smart. points. <laughs> Trying to level up. <laughs> we all turn into murder hobos. <laughs> okay, so... Warren, where where are you in this room of the well? Um, so I will probably be like as close to Stabby as I can, like probably leaning as far to the side to give me the best field of vision. Okay. Um, to the entrance, uh, the other entrance, the one that we have not gone down. Okay. So you're probably about halfway into that room with the well. You look down the eastern corridor and you see that it probably goes for maybe 25 feet downwards. You know, there's steps mm -hmm. that lead at about 25 foot mark. The hallway turns to the south. Okay, which is it, the way out, right? No, the way out is the other set of stairs that's in the oh, south okay. wall. Okay. If, you, if you look at the picture that I, I sent you guys, yes, um, yeah. you guys are in room four. Down in mm -hmm. room three, that's where you guys fought those, those rats. That right. is that is on the path leading out. And as you're looking down the eastern passageway, Sir, can you see the three of those three humans actually break off from you guys and start heading towards the south stairs? Okay. They're like later. You know, they you don't want to Yeah, they don't want to they don't want to hang with you guys anymore. They they're obviously totally ill prepared and they're of no frame of mind to continue a fight. Whatever right. whatever they had in them has been beat out of them. They have no more willpower. They're so just that, gonna slow us down anyway. Yeah, both yeah. race kind of they're all holding hands, like you see on the down by San Diego where it shows the family holding hands crossing the five. <laughs> crossing the sign. <laughs> Dude, the best signs ever yeah. the five. The That's what you see. You see those three like, ah. the little girls getting dragged. Yeah. She's not even on the ground anymore. So that's what you see um, as they, they bail down the stairs that way. They don't even look back and say thank you. And they just tiptoe out there barefoot. They're just, they're not even making sound as they move. They're, they're, they're doing their thing. So, um, uh, yeah, I will go ahead and uh, take, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and take lead since I can see further. Um, as we, I imagine we're now heading down this Eastern passage. Yeah, Unless I think if you guys are like any... like SWAT guys, where you're all on each other's shoulders, <laughs> clear, clear, clear. <laughs> Except that, like in the back, like Stabby's like just grabbing onto like the belt of whoever's in front of him. Circus holding on to the top of his head. <laughs> <laughs> this way, buddy. <laughs> I know it's hard to see down here. Right. Uh, get you goggles and night vision, man. So you uh, make your way to the east and you go down the steps. Are you trying to be stealthful or are you just doing what oh, you're doing? Absolutely. What do you absolutely. Do? I'm being stealthful, but I'm also would like to ready hand action to the moment I see a kobold, it is getting an Eldritch Blast, ideally in the face. Okay. But um, I will roll stealth if that's what you are asking. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll, make a stealth check for me. That is a 16. 16? You seem like you're being fairly quiet. 
and uh, I will uh, just lead us carefully down. You guys like see, you guys like see like uh, Warren's hand like kind of uh, held to the side, and you see little like flicks of yeah. come on. Come here. <laughs> so you continue going east until it dead ends and forces you to go to the south. Mm -hmm. You see this long passageway stretch out before you, Warren. It's probably like 70 feet long. At about the 35-foot marker, you notice that to your left, there's a, uh, I'm sorry, to your right against the west wall, there's like a little cutout. And then directly opposite that on the east wall, looks like not so much a cutout, but a uh, like an entrance to maybe another room. At the, en at the end of the 70 feet, the quarter turns to the west to an area you cannot see. Okay. So it goes south and then we come to the end and then it goes west, but I can't see west? Yeah, it's like if, you, if you're going south, uh -huh. at 35 feet, there's a cutout against the western wall and oh, okay. like a like a hallway to the eastern wall and then the rest of the 35 feet at at the 70 foot mark uh it dead ends and turns to the west okay and so i'll kind of come up on that corner and very carefully try to peek around it at the 35 foot or the 70 foot oh at the 35 at the 35 foot and okay. then it is there anything there yeah, you look inside and you see this uh, this rather large room. I'm going to send you guys a picture. I don't know why I did that, but this is the one I want. And I'm going to describe this room to you guys. Mm -hmm. You stand at this 10-foot wide entrance as part of this lair as it stretches away from you to the east you see straws strewn across the uh, the rocky the rocky floor of this 50 by 35 foot cave you could just make out the uh the 12 foot high ceiling in this low light directly across from you at about maybe 20 feet in front of you is a large trench about 20 feet wide that's you can see running from north to south with a five foot wide wooden bridge that spans both sides. And on the far side against the Eastern wall, you could just make out the soft uh, glowing embers of what appears to be a dying fire. Okay. So that opposite side of the wall, I should be able to see clearly. So is the fire part of something specific or does it look like it might be the dying embers or just like a campfire that might not? No, it really looks like it room? is a campfire, the dying embers of a campfire. Okay. Um, as you're looking around with your dark vision, who all has dark vision, by the way? I think not everyone but to be. <laughs> not me. <laughs> Going to have to go to uh, go get to uh, Butcher's Bay with Riddick and go get your eyeballs shined for 10 <laughs> cools menthol cools or whatever so the you three noticed that on the far side of the eastern wall on the opposite side of this bridge opposite this giant ravine you see this dying fire you see that the walls are just jagged all the way up you see that there there's like outcroppings there's there's nooks there's crannies uh just really jagged areas you really don't see anybody though you just see the dying fire Okay. Um, I'll take a moment to step in just a little bit. Um, like that's, I'll... that's basically the, the whole terrain so far. Like when the moment you turned south down this corridor, mm -hmm. it just got really rocky. And up, up in the other well area, that was all smoothed out, mined It out, was correct? smoother, yeah. It was much smoother, smoother right? than was... this area, yeah. Okay. This, this is probably more natural. The other side looked like it was more honed out, which is indicative of the stairs being leading up to those those plateaus and stuff. How how deep is this crevasse? You can't tell from the front, from the entrance, and you certainly can't tell being as blind as you are. 
<laughs> I will I will very carefully step over to the crevasse. Okay. Yeah. You look Clint will follow behind shortly. Peer down. Shortly, like not right away. Not right away. He's kind of <laughs> gazing at the walls. <laughs> not to mention the fact that, you know, he's shortly a dwarf. Yeah. Warren, as you get closer to the edge of this crevasse, are you at the bridge or are you just at the edge? Uh, I would probably be at the bridge off to the side. Like if it's, if there's a railing, I'll probably just have my hand on it as I like lean slightly. Yeah. There's, there's no railing. It's just mm. two posts on your side that nail these, these two ropes with planks mm -hmm. to, that extend out to the two posts on the opposite side. Okay. And that's how they got it. That's most likely the Kabolts have uh, erected this or whoever was there probably before them, before they took over the caves. Okay. From where you are, you can look down into the ravine. You see it's probably about 35 feet down. It's just jagged. It's rocky down there. Like, not like the walls that you see, but but more like debris. Mm -hmm. Almost like a dumping trench. Okay. Um, if I don't see anyone else in here, then I'll just turn back to the others and kind of like gesture them that we should move on. Okay. Uh Zirkin, where are you at? Zirkin, where are you? Oh, I think I'm still bringing up the rear of the party. Okay, so you're at the, the entrance of this area also? Yeah. Okay. Flint, Stubby, um, are you at the entrance as well? I'm just uh, trying to get an idea where everybody's at on this. Yeah, I'm, I'm behind Flint. So I... I think we're okay. And Flint's Warren is by the partially bridge. into the room. And yeah, by the Warren okay. is by the bridge. Then it's Flint, and then Stebby, and then Sirkin right by the entrance into the room. Okay. Yeah, Flint wants to move closer to the trench and kind of check that out as well. Okay, you look down inside, and you see the same thing uh, that Warren saw. Figured as much. Uh, Warren, you said you're you're at the like about ready to hop onto the bridge, pretty much. Yeah, like, like right I walked to like the the edge of the bridge and then looked down. All right. Okay. As you're looking down, both of you go ahead and make a perception check. <laughs> you have perceived that is a deep crevasse. Yep. That's a big hole. Uh, Non-natural yeah. twenty. Non-natural uh, 20. I'm glad someone got something decent because I'm just like, yeah, there's nothing here. Let's move on with an eight. <laughs> yeah, you're looking down in the trench and you guys don't see anything. Uh, but Flint, you hear something. It almost sounds like like the embers popping. But it's on the far side, the eastern side. Crossing the bridge. Across the bridge. Yeah, on the other side of the bridge. All right. All um, right. I'll mention it to Warren. Uh, Warren, I don't know if you've seen, there might've been someone that was using this as a campsite just across well, the bridge there. Yeah, but there's nobody over there, is there? Uh, can I scan the area, perception? Yeah, go ahead. That is a 17. 17. It's really difficult to tell because of how jagged all the edges are. Tell me where you're looking in the room. Uh, closer towards, I guess it would just be wall, like the air. You got a south wall and you got the eastern wall by the fire. Eastern wall looking towards scanning like within feet of the north of it and the south of the eastern wall. Just kind of like checking where the closer to the campfire. Okay. Um, Roll a D6 for me. Brian, while he's while he's focusing on this, um, okay. I uh, and I see he's paying attention to the wall. Uh, Warren will make a gesture, and the embers will come to light. Uh, come to life in a campfire. Okay. Where are you at, Flint? Did you? I'm. I haven't crossed. I'm on next to. You're Warren. on the western side of the trench, then. Okay. Correct. Okay. Roll a D6 for me. I already did. I got a one. A one. It looks like you see something against the northern wall. It almost looks like a pebble fall down, maybe midway up the wall. Uh, Warren, as this fire illuminates, you see another pebble fall from the same direction. Uh, I'll look up. 
it's probably uh probably fell from a, a maybe a height of 12 well probably not 12 feet probably eight feet up because you figure the ceiling's 12 feet in this room Dude, so about okay. eight feet uh, uh, off the floor rock monster it's like an alien right <laughs> waiting uh, to grab us inspecting the wall uh trying to see if i could find anything the cause of it i uh, mean it's possible that the cave just is falling apart itself yeah Uh, Stebby kind of tugs on Flint and says, what "Yeah, you see what? What do you see? He has a tug job. Say, what do you see? What do you see? What's what's going on? Uh, we see a campfire over by the eastern wall, and rocks just falling off the wall. I, yeah, well, actually, the northeastern wall. The northern wall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stabby actually should be able to see the campfire and what's immediately around it now. Yeah." All you see immediately around the campfire is just the jagged wall where the rock had fallen was more along the eastern portion of the, I'm sorry, the northern portion of the eastern side. But I still can't see far enough ahead. So if you look at that picture that that I, I sent you guys on mm-hmm. the other side of that bridge where the fire is at, if you follow the wall up to the north, that's right about where that rock had kind of fallen down. All right. Um, okay. Um, but like, there's no cobalt here, so not that you can tell right now. No indication okay. of it. Um, I don't see that there's much for us here. Warden, are you saying you want to go back, or I'm saying that right now there is nothing that is immediately between uh, the three that we just freed and cobalts. Sir, can make a perception check. Nine. Nine. You hear something behind you. It sounds like a like wood flexing. And it sounds like it's coming from across the hall from where you're standing. That is it's that... not from like the room where the well was well, it was like further. No, because you guys are in this down this hallway. Right. And at about 35 foot down down this hallway. And you guys turn to the east to enter this room. This looks like it's from the western portion of the hallway, just across from where you're at right now. There's like that little bump out. Yes. Oh, okay, got it. Uh, so Sirkin hears that, and he turns around, kind of tries to peer and, and see if he can see anything behind him. And you hear these two twangs. As this one arrow whizzes past your head, another one actually hits you for four points of damage. Flint, as you're standing on the edge of the ravine, you and Warren both see these two heads pop up on the northern wall, right where you heard that rock fall. Mm -hmm. You see these two sets of eyes look at you and from the south wall, you hear two bowstrings fire off. Boom, boom. One at each of you. One for Warren, which will hit, and one at Flint, Flint who will miss uh, for seven points on Warren. As you hear these kabolds crawl up out of these crags that were laying almost flat on these little plateaus around the room. And let's roll for some initiative. About time. Let's fuck something up. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Sirkin, what do you got? Nine. Flint. Twelve. Sorry, eleven. Stabi. Nine. Warren. Twenty. Twenty? Yeah. Okay. Twenty. Warren, what is your dex? Uh, my dex is 16. I have a bonus of plus three. Plus three. Warren, that moves you up to the top. Tippy, well, tippy I am top. top of the heap. 
That's right, you are, man. To Sirkin, between you and Stabi, who has the uh, the highest? I'm s yeah. High stacks. Uh, I've got fourteen plus two. Okay. Stabi. Uh, Seventeen plus three. Okay. Ooh. So Warren, you just see this volley of arrows come sailing by, and from the arrows that have flown past Sirkin, somewhere to your rear you mm -hmm. realize immediately that you are in a triangular fire pattern at this point. What do you want to do? Uh, the yeah. ones that just fired off at me, I'm just going to turn around and throw an Eldritch uh, uh, blast at them. Okay, those are the ones that are to the southeastern wall. Okay. Uh, will a 21 hit? That's going to hit. Uh, that is going to be uh, seven points of force damage and two points of fire damage. And that's and on one or two? That is on one. Okay. You hear and, one of them hiss horribly. And uh, I will, uh, I know that, or if I realize that we're in like kind of a triangular crossfire, I know that I will still obviously be in uh, easy line of sight for at least one, but I will try to duck back to the entrance of the hall so that I can stay out of like easy shot of uh, the two of them. Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna move away. All right. Right. As you start strategic retreat. Yeah, as you start funneling back towards the entrance, you hear these two twangs fire off. One will be at you. I believe 12 is going to miss. Most definitely. And he has three other people to aim at. The other one does for Flint who's still somewhere buried in the room, and I believe 10 will miss as well. It will. From the southern portion of the wall, Flint, you are you seem to be one of the few people left in the room, you and Stubby. You hear uh, arrows firing off from the south wall at you. 14. 14 will hit. For five points of jam damage, and Stubby at you, that's gonna hit. Uh, for five points of damage. Flint, you just got rocked. What would you like to do? Got rocked with some damage. Um, I'm gonna volley their shot back. I'm gonna cast Sacred Flame. How far away did you say they were? Like less than 30? The room's yeah, they're not less that, than 30 feet away. All right. Yeah. All right, so go ahead and make me a deck save. Okay. 14. 14 passes, so I miss horribly. Oh, tragedy strikes. What do you want to do? You want to stand there? Um, I'm going to stand it. there, and I'm going to get my uh, shield out. Okay, Stubby. Uh, Flint, where were... Was Flint back towards the entrance to this room? I was closer towards the trench and the bridge of the center of the room. Okay, and Flint, where is Warren? Warren cowered back to the entrance of the room. Okay. <laughs> Strategic retreat. <laughs> oh, of course, strategic. <laughs> so I'm I'm in between the bridge and the entrance. Um, what's the distance from where I am to the across the hall? Probably about thirty feet. <clears throat> really, it's that that far? Hang on, let me feet? let me look. I'm looking at my hand drawn map here. From the middle of the room. Well, not no, the middle. Uh, it's probably fifteen feet. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and those, those arrow shots were coming from that little alcove in the hall, right? Yeah, but they were, it was off the ground by about 10 feet or so. The entrance to that cave, is it kind of like a, like an it, arch? It's just an, it's just an alcove that's jagged and stuff. Most likely they made like a little guard platform. Can I see the that's platform? Kinda, uh, it's... You probably can't see shit, to be honest with you. It's 15 feet. 
in low light. But you said I could see about 15 feet in low light before. Yeah, but it's going to be still be dark. Um, I would say that you could probably see their outlines moving around. Okay. I mean, you're not going to, it's not like they laid a couple of boards down and said, let's make a tree house. They're just laying on the, on the stuff that's up there. Okay. All right. I don't so, want to give the impression that they built up these, you know, little platforms and their little, you know, little fortifications. Yeah. It, it, they didn't do that. Okay. Um, I, I yell to, um, Warren and say that I am, I'm going to toss an oil flask that I'm going to need you to light. Oh, dude. Oh, shoot and pull. Mm-hmm. All right. So, okay. Uh, make your chuck roll. Well, are you holding your action so that Warren can detonate it at the same time? Uh, yes. Okay. Or are you just going to let Splash? No, I want it. I want Splash. I want it to, to reach its target and Warren to ignite it. Oh, okay. Okay. So, go ahead and make your toss chuck. I don't. Uh, I guess just make a, a dex check. A dex, yeah. I figured it'd be dex. It's a 12. 12? From what you can gather, you think that you've made it up there. Okay. And I, I yell, uh, pull to warn. Circuit. <laughs> 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 um, yep. Oh, did you want to do anything else to be? Yeah, I've got, um, I'm going to attempt a, uh, to move kind of out of that uh, a stealth. I'm going to attempt a stealth with my uh, final action. And go where? Um, go to the, let me look at the map. Um, to the north of that entrance, just like, just barely around the corner. Like in the room or in the hallway? Um, in the hallway. Okay. Circuit. Yep. Basically, all hell is broken loose right out of the gate. Yep. You were the first one to hear it. What would you like to do? So there's two kobolds in that kind of bump area behind us. Yeah. That's where. Can I see those kobolds, or are they kind of like? You could probably see the tops of their heads as they're like kind of like occasionally peeking up from where they're they're hiding behind. Okay. So just consider them with partial cover. Okay. Um. All right, fuck it. Uh, I'm going to try to cast Hunter's Mark on one of the kobolds. Um, let's say the right one. The white one? The right. Oh. The right <laughs> one. I, don't, I don't know. Uh, one or two, I'll, I'll go for two. Okay. I'll try to mark on him, and then I'll try to uh, I'll try to attack him with my Mongo. Uh, 21. Oh, that's so going to hit. I'm going to go right through him. <laughs> Come on. What's the damage, baby? Make it big. Four. Eight points of damage. Oh, damn. Do you have anything else up your sleeve? Um, I'm going to try to... This shirt, dude. <laughs> Fucking Dude, <laughs> it's soaking wet. <laughs> oh my god, it's so hot in here. It's a sweatshop in there. Um, I'm gonna try to get cover by one of the by one of the by the south entrance, kind of like inside the room, but like peeking toward back towards where we came from. Okay. I'm try to get some cover. Alrighty. And that'll be it. From the northern area on the opposite side of the trench. Flint, where are you at? Uh, still by the bridge. Okay. I didn't Warren, you're at the entrance. Stubby, you're around the corner in the hallway. Yep. And Nick, you are in the room. So I got three targets. Warren, you hear a twang go off at you and miss. And another one go off at you as well. And that one's going to hit four or five points of damage. What's the, the AC it's, it's hitting? 19. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They've only got a plus two, but I rolled a 17. 
Warren, what would you uh, like to do <laughs> as you're slowly being like peppered? Right? Um, so I've been told to light this. How far away are those kobolds? They are in the northern area. They're probably about 40 feet. They're at the, the northernmost area away from you. At the Can If you're at the mouth of the... If you're at the okay. entrance, they're at the northern... Northeastern point. Are they on the opposite side of the trench? Yes. Yeah, okay. the ones that are in the south and in the north are both on the opposite sides of the trench. So uh, I wouldn't, from where I am, I would not be able to, like, walk to within 10 feet of them. Because it would not be, like, a straight line. I'd have to go across the bridge and then up, right? No, that's not true. Uh, well, oh, okay. the trench is 20 feet wide. So, no, you wouldn't be able to. Because even though you can go to the to the lip of the trench on your side, you would still be 20 feet of the trench plus uh, another five feet and then up eight feet. So, okay. So you would still be technically 28 feet away from them. Okay. Um, and so Stabby uh, tossed his oil flask and yes. did I see that it hit them? You know where it landed. It sounded like it landed on the, where those two are on the, western side of the, the corridor. Okay. Unfortunately, I don't have a good fires, like a good fire spell for that range, so I'm just gonna try to ignite it with my little pea shooter of an Eldritch Blast. Okay. Is that is that a flammable spell? So, because of other class features, I do do fire damage when I use it. Do-do! But, but Ooh, most, do. most of the damage is force damage. But there's at least one point of fire damage of it, though. Oh, right? yeah. Okay. Yeah. So right. uh, that is a 15 to hit. Okay. You hear this thing ring out. You see whatever this oil was, the area that it had blanketed, mm -hmm. immediately consume in flames. What kind of damage are we talking? So uh, the damage of the Eldritch Blast itself is uh, 12 points. Um, plus an additional two points of fire damage. So 14. So now is that going to be on the same one that Serkin had already hit or the other one? Uh, if Serkin hit, uh, that'll be, honestly, it's probably six and one half dozen of the other. So let's do, uh, roll. That will be, uh, the first one. So... It would Not be the, the one, one he hit then. Right. Okay. Correct. So 14 points. Yes. Okay. And then and then you said that whole area is a wash in flame. Yes. So go ahead and roll your fire damage. D6. A D6? Um, um, why, why, don't be, you, why don't you do the honors there, uh, Stabby? It's your flask. Okay. And that will be ongoing until they can put that out. And then roll a D4 to tell me how many rounds it's going to burn for. Uh, who, me or him? Either one of you. Go ahead. I'll, I'll roll it. Okay, so um, you, you wanted me to roll a D4? Roll a D6 for the damage. Okay, the damage was three. Okay. And it's and gonna then burn for four rounds. For four rounds, so this is yeah. one of the four. Okay, so you hear the one that Warren had blasted cry out in this blood-curdling scream that's immediately cut off by some form of, of asphyxiation but you still hear another one screaming holy hell from up there. Screaming like a bitch. That's right. <laughs> Little scaly bitch. Somehow you see him jump down the eight feet, totally on fire. And he goes to attack you with his whole body, Warren, in an attempt to engulf you in flames. Oh, that's so cute. 17. Uh, that will hit my armor class. Okay, so he grabs you. Mm-hmm. Hey. And you hey. take two points of fire damage. I actually only take one. One point, okay. As he stands there and burns. From the south alcove, you hear two more twangs. One at Sirkin, which will miss. One at Flint, which will hit. For four points of damage. 
Damn, they're strong on their fucking arrows. Yeah, Flint, it's your turn. All right. Um, this one, Cabal, that's on legs, fire. Man. He's like burnt <laughs> off, right? He's, he's, he's on fire, but he's he's still vertical to him, for what it's worth. Right. Most likely, when he if he takes any damage the next time, you know, the next round with the fire damage, yeah. he'll probably be done. All right, and then Warren was closer to the the door, right? He's in the hall. Uh, he's in, he's the, in the hallway. Hallway? No, no, he's in the doorway. He's in the doorway. Yeah, Stubby is in the hallway. All right, I'm gonna return fire to the one that shot me at the south. And I'm going go ahead and make a deck save for me. Now, which one is this? Is this the one that's been hit already, or the one that hasn't been hit? I thought they both been get got hit. Only Didn't, one of them. Uh, okay. Only one I'll, of them. I'll hit the. I'll keep going at the one that got hit. Crack die for thirteen. Thirteen is the deck. So you're good. I missed the shot again. I'm just gonna yell and try to go back closer towards the uh, entrance of the the cove. Okay, Stubby. Um, what? Uh, have the kobolds in that that alcove? None of them have perished yet. Which ones? The ones in the? Oh yeah, yeah one of them died and one of them jumped down on fire. He's now hand to hand with Warren. He's about seven feet away from you. Okay, so I'm going to. Um, attack the one that's closest to uh, Warren with my rapier. Okay. So I'm going to... Man, my fucking rolls are shit tonight. Uh, nine. That will be a miss. Sirkin. Hold, hold on. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I get a cunning you, you got all that uh, cunning action, the cunning cowardice action. That's right. So I'm going to, I'm going to step back. Um, I'm seven feet. I'm going to step back um, uh, five feet. Okay. Sirkin. Yes. So that cobalt that I put uh, Cast Hunter's Mark on is the one on fire that I tried to attack one. That's him. I, yep. How far away am I compared to him? Like just roughly. You're probably like seven feet away, but you're in the room. Or like closer to the room where Stubby yeah. was seven feet in the hallway. Okay. Um, in that case, I'm gonna try to put this cobalt out of its misery and just try to cast uh, a longbow attack on him. Keep my distance. Ooh, that is a hard twenty. Oh, the hard yeah. twenty. So what's that? Max damage. Max that... damage, and then back it up. Okay. Oh, What's your max damage? And then max we'll damage yeah. is uh, let's see, 1d8 plus 1d6 marks. It's 14. You really want to roll it, or you just want to describe how you killed this burning <laughs> kobold? I'll just describe it. Um, <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, the kobold's like seven feet in front of me. I just take a shot at his head. Boom. Straight through his head. I just and just down to the ground till he just basically burns out completely from the north wall you hear two twangs going off one at you Sirkin for 14 and one more for I got three people Warren are you partially in the room or are you all the way in that uh, entrance because the entrance oh, is about uh, like a, like a yeah. five foot threshold yeah, I would be like one. I'd be like five feet into the hall. Like okay. basically, what I've been, what I did last round was, like, hook my head out, shoot an eldritch blast, step back. Got it. This is for you again, Sirkin. Sixteen. Oh, miss. Miss. Both arrows firing off past you, Warren. Uh, my turn. Uh, again, I'm going to poke my head into the room. Um, we still have kobolds on the south. You have two kobolds in the south and what appear to be two in the north as well. You got Flint hanging out close to that trench, still danger close. And you got Sirkin just... Oh, did you move back a little bit? Yeah, I moved by closer to the door. Oh, okay. 
Well, you still see him more forward than you are. Okay, um, I'm just gonna take a bead on one of the ones to the north and just fire. Uh, that is a 21 to hit. Ooh. That is 10 force damage and two fire damage. Damn. Warren coming out of the gate. They're a board from the south. They see you, Warren, poking your head. They've got now three targets. They got Sirkin, Flint. Oh, I'm I'm stepping back into the hall. Oh, then they got two targets. One, two, three for Flint, Sirkin. That's going to hit with 22 for three points of damage. And again, for another three points of damage. Flint, right? For Sirkin. Okay, I'm down. Oh. Flint, you see your buddy go down right next to you. Whoop de doo. No. Whoop de doo. Circuit hasn't gone down on this one. Right? Circuit's been. Old reliable. You hear from deep in the cavern of this room, you burn off. (laughs) You burn off, friends. We're going to burn your ass too, boys. You can't come in our place. We'll take you out. You're making toys for Tepperax till you're gray and bald. I could. uh... You tell him, Julian. I'll tell him, Julian. Um, I'm close enough to Sirkin. I'll make my way over to him, and I will actually cast Spare of the Dying so he will at least be stabilized. It doesn't have to make any uh, death saving throws. All right. So he's stabilized, but he's down. Yeah. Do you want to do anything else? Um, Put my shield in front of both of us to try to get cover. I mean, just try to protect ourselves because that's going to be my whole action. So you know that you still have two adversaries in the northern alcove. You still have two adversaries in the southern alcove area. You got one man down. You got Stubby in the hallway. Warren in the entrance and you, Flint, are doing your best. You don't know if you guys are coming out ahead or you're actually gaining ground, but we'll find out next session. Yeah, we're in, we're in a shithole, man. <laughs> that crossfire is good. No. I, oh, God. Our perception rolls were just not there. Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Hard 20 Podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And if you like what you're hearing, please leave us that five-star review. You can also contact the show directly at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com. And be sure to check out the galleries. we got a lot of really interesting stuff posted there. And finally, join us on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash rollthehard20podcast. There are ways for you to help out the show and pick up swag. So until next session, keep your dice warm and your glass full as you roll those hard 20s.